when you made the invitation, um, you said, I think that you're going to really thank yourself or thank yourself for giving yourself this gift. And when you said that, I was like, you know what? I trust her. I know that she has my best interest at heart and I'm just going to go with it. And that was it. Welcome to the Way of the Healer Conversations for Change podcast. I'm your host, Darieth Chisholm. Here, you'll meet some of the world's most extraordinary thought leaders and experts, iconic artists and creators, top performing athletes, successful entrepreneurs, philanthropists, spiritual teachers, shamans, healers, and many, many more. They sit with me, an Emmy award-winning TV host and former news anchor turned filmmaker and life and business coach for some powerful conversations for change. What are these conversations about? Healing. Healing, healing all aspects of our mind, body, soul, spirit, this planet, each other, and the systems and structures we're currently living in. You'll learn about topics like plant medicine and psychedelics, spirituality, conscious entrepreneurship, conscious communication, the new earth, quantum leaping, multidimensional living, pleasure, play, and sexuality, breath work, sound healing, food and supplements, and ah, there's just so much. You're just going to need to subscribe to the channel and listen. Come with me now behind the curtain to get the backstory on how and why these remarkable people heal themselves and others, how they lead, what makes them tick, what lights them up, gets them down, keeps them going, and what they believe is the way of the healer. So let's go. So picture Gail and Oprah. Thelma and Louise and you and your best friend going on an adventure of a lifetime that just keeps going. And you guys get together and you have an amazing conversation about what life is about and what you're doing next and how your best friend is dragging her feet around filming an incredible documentary and launching a podcast. All right, what am I talking about? Oh, this episode is so good because you get to go behind the curtain and have the conversation with my best friend, Mia, who went on and is going on our journey of a lifetime together. Uh, If you've had a chance to check out the pitch highlight video reel for my documentary, The Way of the Healer, that's Mia in the documentary talking about her experience with ayahuasca. We also talk about what it looks like to cobble together a film crew to go uh, exploring and filming your great story and a lot of other things I think that might be useful for you if you are in the coaching industry or perhaps in an industry where you are really looking to step into your power and claim your worth and be all that you came here to be. That's what this conversation and so much more is about. So I invite you always to just stay tuned and stay until the very end. Let's go. Plant medicine, psychedelics, and cannabis have really helped me deepen my meditation practice and morning routine. And while you don't necessarily need our plant natural allies to assist you in meditation, I find that with meditation, I'm able to have more clarity, direction, purpose, and allow divine guidance and wisdom to flow through me. Stillness and quieting the mind allows you to access more of who and what you truly are 
And that's where you can activate more creative expression and fulfillment of your dreams. As a gift to you, my friends, I've designed a special high frequency activation to help you encode, embrace, and elevate your consciousness to ignite your creativity and passion. It's free and available for a limited time. Go to dariath.com forward slash meditations to receive a guided meditation series with journal prompts and attuned high frequency sound waves. That's dariath.com forward slash meditations. And you would think that all the time that we spend together, that we would have actually recorded a podcast episode sitting right next to each other. <laughs> How are you doing, my friend? I am doing well on this Friday evening. Oh, I know, I know, I know. Um, yeah, like it is going to be such a great episode because we've got so much to talk about. Um, wow, like this, these last two years have been absolutely amazing for both you and I, but this episode is all about you and how you discovered plant medicine, your experience with it, how your life has been transforming and evolving in all of the travel and fun that we've had filming the documentary, The Way of the Healer. So welcome, Nia. I'm so happy we're doing this together. And me too. I'm so glad that we finally got into it. Feels like <laughs> it's been forever and you know, we'll be like, oh, we're going to do this. We're going to do this. And now we're finally here. Right. But we've got a lot of video that we've taken together on the road. I mean, we've We've traveled to multiple countries together, been in several cities, um, and we, we sometimes pull out our camera and we start filming when we're on the road. And oh my goodness, those, those outtakes are hilarious. Maybe we'll, oh my include, maybe I'll see if I can get someone on the team to include some of that. I think that'll be, that'll be useful for them to come to understand who we really are. <laughs> I think it would be. Yeah. I think so. Uh, so yeah, so why don't we start with like how, How'd you get started with plant med? Let's put it that way. What, what, what led you in down this path? Well, I think it was a conversation with you. So um, you were coming probably from like your third or fourth experience and um, had decided or made the decision that you were going to be making this documentary. And you were like, I really need to have somebody come with me. I need a subject. It was something along those lines. And then you said, um, would you do it? And without hesitation, I was just like, yes, I'll do it. I was like, I'm not, I'm not doing anything else. Like, why wouldn't I come? And it was to Columbia. And I think you asked me in April and I think the trip might've been in July. And so I felt like I had enough time to, to back out if I needed to, but I also, it felt like a yes, like immediately. So I just said, yes. You didn't even know what you were backing into, let alone out of. <laughs> right, right. I didn't even know what I was saying yes to. Didn't know what I was signing up for. I had, I had not even heard of ayahuasca, not to mention the multitude of other plant medicines. Like I felt like I was listening to a foreign language when we first started talking about this. And yet you said yes. And yes, and, yeah, I did. And then what happened? And um, <laughs> so many things. I'd say the first thing that made me know it was the right thing, like when you made the invitation, um, you said, I think that you're gonna really thank yourself or thank yourself for giving yourself this gift. And when you said that, I was like, you know what? I trust her. I know that she has my best interest at heart and I'm just gonna go with it. And that was it. So we hopped on a plane, went to Miami first, right? 
and hopped on a plane to Columbia. And um, yeah. Took a two and a half hour uh, crowded bus trip all the way into Tenna, Colombia, mm -hmm. uh, for you to experience your first yaje. Um, ayahuasca is called yaje in Colombia uh, with Dana Marta and Maria and the family there. And uh, we'll get into a lot of the experience, but, but if we could just set the stage for while you had said yes because I asked, there were some deeper things that I believe you were you were hoping to uncover or discover as part of your ayahuasca experience. What was that? Yeah, I had ended a 16-year relationship prior to um, you asking me. And it had been probably about a year since we had, you know, parted ways. And it was a very toxic relationship. There was a lot of... Um, not back and forth, but there was a lot of tension between the two of us, probably late to mid year before you, before you asked me and it had taken a toll on me. And I was just, I was so over it and I wanted to be done with it. And this opportunity was my way of saying, this is when I'm releasing this. This is that, this has got to be done. And you know what I find too, just with the, when, why people choose plant medicine or psychedelics, it, people come for a variety of different reasons. Mm -hmm. And, you know, obviously there, there's trauma, pain, addiction, PTSD. Uh, and then of course there, there are the heavy emotions that have, that people are working through and, and hoping that their experience with plant medicine will help them to navigate that and, and be able to successfully integrate it so that when they're, when they're at home and living their regular life, that they have a, a different sense for, for how to live. I, I know that you didn't even have that. You were literally saying yes to me, but having the, at the back of your mind, like, <laughs> what am I gonna do with this relationship? Right. So what happened for you? Because, um, and we'll, we'll, we'll put some of that video in here if I can get some of the team to edit it. But, but for you, this was, this really cracked you wide open. Yeah. The first couple days were very emotional and I just wanted, I wanted to be done with the emotions. I wanted to be done with how I was feeling about the relationship, but also I wanted to be done with the ayahuasca. Like I was so done because it was, it felt like it felt like a bad breakup times 10 because what it did for me like while i was in the plant medicine or while i was journeying um it there was like this movie screen that was playing of my life with this person and it helped me to uncover and unfold like what really happened because we all have our own stories, right? We always, always have a story about, you know, I got my version, he has his version, but then we also, then I also could see like new, from a neutral place, what was really going on. And when I was able to do that, it helped me to really see how toxic that relationship was for me, for him, and how we had really done the best thing for the both of us, right? Could you, did, did you have any awareness that, that everything that you'd done prior to that, well, obviously maybe you had the awareness that everything that you did prior to that wasn't working, but was there a point in time where there was something that shift or clicked or, or at least had you thinking, ah, oh, maybe I'm really glad I did make this decision. 
yeah, it was it was through the playing of that that movie of our lives together. It was like, oh, this is actually how um, I saw myself in this relationship. And what it, what it uncovered for me is that I didn't value myself. So I became the context for the content that I was getting in that relationship with him. Mm. So it, it helps me to take a lot more responsibility around the fact that, oh, I didn't see my value. I didn't think I was worthy. Therefore, these things happened to me or happened for me. And when I was able to let all of that unfold and let all of that um, really open my eyes to what was happening or what had happened, that helped me to process the relationship and begin to let go and to begin to drop a lot of the, I'm not saying that it's all gone, right? But drop most of the story and drop most of the victimhood around it. Mm, wow. And and even that you identified that there was some correlation to victimhood in the relationship. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I, 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 yeah. yeah I, I saw myself as a total victim in that relationship. And, um, and especially at the end, because of the way some things went down and I was just like, and having the plant medicine experience really helped me to, to work through the emotions of that because I hadn't really worked through the emotions. I had done the head talk. I had talked myself like out of it up here, but not in here. And um, this is where the healing needed to be because it was an emotional two days. Like I was so ready to be, I really was like um, Carolina, who is um, Donna Martha's oldest daughter. Um, she was just like, girl, you have got to get it together. She was like, there's a lot of emotional healing that you got to do here. And we did some special stuff. And I, I'm sure, you, you know, we got, we have a lot of that on camera, but I didn't realize that I was going to cry for two days. Right. And I was just like, this is not what I wanted to do, but I guess it's, you know, it's, you know, looking back, it's what I needed to do. Mm, yeah. Yeah. I, I can even remember hearing them say more sunshine, more peace. More peace more love. that was my prescription yeah <laughs> that was your prescription <laughs> that was my prescription and, and your yellow socks, socks. right and the gold socks and your gold socks right gold yeah and and because of that though Derek, like if you think about what happened after that experience like we did we dove deep into more sunshine more peace and then i'll talk about the love part too because that you know that's happening as well so it's it's really, it's amazing to me how, you know, once we really set intentions, right? And we go in and we have these healers help us, but then these things just start to show up. Yeah. They just start to show up. Yeah. yeah it is. It, the unfolding that occurs is so magical in so many different ways uh, for most people, whether they're aware of it or not. But then when you're in the awareness of it, is when you it's it becomes real for you and and I think that's like one of the one of one of the many things I love about the experience of awakening is when we're using certain plant medicines so those were the first two days but then the second two days there was an off day an integration day and then another day and mind you we are deep in the jungle uh sleeping in the bed together with bugs and all the things and like barely like, taking showers never yeah. took a shower yeah. <laughs> barely never took a shower right <laughs> so much love and support and 
safety and 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 yet it is you know we we call it getting jungly and so like it you also have to be available to just go with that as well in addition to being raw and vulnerable and real in those experiences it's a lot of surrendering the you know the jungly part was easy for me i'm i'm from the country like I, that doesn't really matter to me as much as the it was the emotional toll the emotional connection the emotional work that i was doing that wore me plumb out right and it was also like i said it was what i needed the most and so surrendering to the process uh being honest about how i felt about it because i remember talking to uh, maria and um i said to her i was like i don't like this i was like i don't like tripping and she said to me she looked me dead in the face and she's like look there are a lot of people who come from around the world that pay lots of money to be here to have this experience. She was like, you know, sometimes we just need to be grateful. Mic drop. Right, <laughs> mic drop. I'm like, okay, yes, yes, yes. So it really humbled me in that moment. And that's when I would say my experience shifted too, right? Because I, I had done enough of the work, I'd had enough of the medicine to move all of that emotional stuff out. And now I was ready to see what was next for me. I was ready to really surrender to the medicine because I hadn't, I guess I hadn't surrendered enough in order for me to have the visions that I really, really wanted to have. Yes, I wanted healing from that relationship, but I was already over talking about the relationship, being in the relationship, being in the pain of the end of the relationship. And I know you were too, my friend. But, um, you know, I was ready for a new experience. I was ready to see like, what, what is the future hold? Like what's gonna happen in the future? Like, what do I get to create now? Yeah, yeah, and you're so in the creation mode right now, which is so beautiful to witness. So we have this experience in Colombia, which kind of kicks off your, your first uh, ayahuasca experience. And then shortly after that, we hop on a plane and we go where? Well, actually, I come to you. So we decide to attend a conference, a psychedelic conference in Detroit. So I spend, I think, a, a week or two um, with you, and we meet some amazing, incredible people at this conference. Many of which you will be hearing from on this podcast and YouTube channel. Absolutely. Um, and I was blown away. I was blown away by the number of people who are using this as a healing modality like keep in mind like i i am not the kind of person who is going to i'm going to drink like i don't i don't partake in like plant medicine typically unless it's ceremonial i don't do this as recreation right and we go to this conference and this conference is all about the the effects of plant medicine and how plant medicine can improve your life, how it can improve your, your memory, your, your, um, your career, like all of these things, right? And I'm blown away by the intelligence and the, the caliber of people who are presenting. Like one of the presenters didn't speak for like the first 10 years of her life. And now she's a public speaker, right? And, and that was through her use of plant medicine. So I got to see a lot of people heal themselves through this, which got me deeper into the whole the whole movement, right? And so at this conference, you know, you and I attend a session together. 
and I don't even know what the elixir that they served us, but it was one um, where we had um, this touch, touchless orgasm, orgasmic experience. And every time I told somebody about that, they were like, you did what? How did that happen? And you had to be there. You just had to be a part of the, the, the crew. But that whole experience in Detroit really helped to solidify like the, the science behind it and also the validity of plant medicine and how it has changed people's lives. Yeah, and then after that, we head to another conference that I see a psychedelics conference in North Carolina where uh, so many people from around the world who are uh, leading experts in the pharmacology uh, as well as in uh, the, uh, the study and the science behind the use of psychedelics uh, were available and that obviously brought you even more in intel. <laughs> Yeah, it was it was almost like everything opened up in order for this to happen, right? It was a, it was a conference in North Carolina. It was the it was the filming of the the documentary in Columbia. It was the it was the um, the con the conference in Detroit, and then we went to California, where we spent we were on the road for two months. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Almost two months. Mm -hmm. uh, we started in. Southern, Cal Southern California with the first part of the second part of the documentary, right? And you and I, this is like when I got hired to, to do work. And um, <laughs> this is what you do when it's a very low budget, low, 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 independent budget. And you're like, everybody's got to pitch in. Okay. Today you're an associate producer. Tomorrow you're the makeup artist. And then the other day you're going to need to get some lunch and tell the people where to go. <laughs> right, right. And, and you're going to have some plant medicine too. Right. <laughs> and you're going to be active as a participant too. Did you know that beyond this podcast that I help busy entrepreneurs, storytellers, artists, creatives, and healers who might be feeling a little bit bored and burnt out and trying to figure out what to do next and what's my purpose in life, really find those answers? How? Oh, I say it's through shifting. It's just a matter of shifting your vibration and your frequency to higher states of consciousness and awareness in order to find the answers and live the life that we truly desire to live. So if you want to become a deliberate conscious creator who is enjoying the creations and the manifestations that you are experiencing in life, then I invite you to be a part of a very special five-week intensive. You can get all the details at dariuth.com forward slash shift to learn more. You can experience wholeness, personal freedom, expanded states of creativity, confidence and flow while achieving your goals and flourishing in your unique gifts and talents. After this podcast episode, please head over to dariath.com forward slash shift to learn more about it. So yeah, that, I would say that that experience is probably more eye-opening because I had I'd had the two month experience or at least a month between the ayahuasca experience. I did ayahuasca and combo when we were in Colombia and Hape. 
And then when we got to California, it was um, psilocybin, hape, and cacao, right? I don't think there was anything else um, for the first part. Mm -hmm. So what opened up for me in the psilocybin uh, journey was what are you what are you waiting for like why are you holding back what are you waiting for to for your life to open up uh there was someone that i had been talking to and um you know we've been texting and you know i had really not been interested in in this person but we've been texting and there was a a semi date or something that felt like a date but wasn't really supposed to be a date uh, prior to that. And this whole psilocybin experience helped me to, well, first of all, we had so much fun in the beginning. Like there was a lot of giggling and a lot of giddiness and, you know, being able to, to see the world differently. And I think you were hearing it differently. I saw it differently. And then some point I was under a tree, like flat on my back, like passed out. And I was just like, why am I, why am I not saying yes to this this opportunity or this, this person who is clearly interested in me. And um, is when I finally said, you know what, I'm going to open my heart and I'm going to be available for this. And why the hell not? Right. And I saw a couple of friends, like this was all part of the vision dur during the journey. And my friends were just like, you know, we've been waiting for you to figure this out. We've been waiting for you to figure out that you know, life is meant to be lived and you're supposed to have fun. There's supposed to be joy and bliss. Like it is not supposed to be all this doom and gloom that you've had for the last, you know, 16 years plus these two that you've been dragging this stuff along with you. So that was probably the bigger turning point. Yeah, yeah. And, and an entirely different experience. Oh it, God, yes. To point out for, for people who are not familiar with the use of various different plant medicines, they're all quite different. Thus the, thus the subtitle of, of all of this, which is no journey is the same. No one's journey is the same and no journey that you're having is the same. <laughs> Never, ever, ever, ever are they the same. Um, <clears throat> that one is probably the most profound romantically, I would say, just because it, it gave me, I gave myself permission in that journey to to be pursued. In the journey. In the journey. Yeah. Yeah, in the journey, yeah. And what else happened? Ooh, um, we worked on the film, right? We had a lot of work that we were doing on the film, but it also, like being immersed in the medicine and working on the film has its benefits because now I actually know what it is that people can expect. Now I know that you know, I'm not, I'm, this is from an insider point of view. This is not from someone who hasn't experienced it. And I think I probably would have been the only one who hadn't experienced it that might've been on the team um, had I not, you know, said yes to, to all of these experiences. Yeah, and, and, and by the way, shout out to, to the amazing team, seriously. And, and yeah. particularly to, uh, to Jamie Knapp, who is uh, our, our videographer, one of our videographers, uh, and Jose, um, who is, is in Colombia, um, because without them, literally, it would have been really difficult to do a lot of the work that we did with a very small skeletal crew, but their commitment and their dedication 
um, while we were, you know, doing this on the fly and uh, you know, having all of the other technical issues that, that certainly uh, people who are filming, anyone who's producing uh, and, and or directing a particular film can face. And then you also have all of the elements <laughs> which we had. And, and of course, uh, you know, ha being in plant medicine and experiencing it as well. So it was a complete, total experience for everybody involved. Absolutely. And we're talking five days, y'all. Like we were working and five. five. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was five days where we worked on the film as a production crew. There were three days of plant medicine. And I think another day that we probably did a little bit of work. And then we decided we're going to stay on this side of the country and we're going to do more work. So we left um, that location and went to uh, Palm Desert to do some work, editing and that kind of stuff for the for the film. And um, so we never really took a break, right? Yeah. We were we were we were on the road, and we were and we we decided to go back to that location for another round of plant medicine. So you know, just so we're really clear with the audience, Darius, like the amount of plant medicine that that I took in in, in a ninety day span, most people don't even do in a lifetime. And, and wouldn't necessarily recommend that, to be, to be frank and honest. Uh, and we're not doctors, we're not medicine holders, we don't provide this, but we certainly were people who have, and I, I've experienced even more than Mia has. Um, and I would say that I, I would not recommend people doing the amount of plant medicine that we did in a relatively short period of time. We did that, however, for both education and for filming and because it happened <laughs> at those periods of time. It just happened to be happening at, the, at those times, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I will say, I mean, especially we can get into the conversation of integration and kind of what happened when we got off the road because that is where really the integration is the most important part. And we're still integrating some of those experiences. So having multiple experiences on top of one another, I, I mean, I'm sure even the experts would say, mm, probably not. <laughs> Right, right. We would say that probably not just because it was it was a lot. It was yeah. a lot to it's a lot to process, but it's also like I felt like I was on a whirlwind. And and we were because it was a lot of travel, right? So after so after we were in Palm Desert and we did the the and we the moved on the film. Three locations in Palm, I think, right? Yeah. <laughs> so it wasn't just one place. So we started we started at a at a resort, and then we had, we actually had three houses. Mm -hmm. It was three houses, remember? Yeah. Um, and then we went back to the location where we were going to do another round of plant medicine. And this plant medicine, we were. This was where I had my first um, opportunity to try uh, Wachuma and Bufo. Ayahuasca was there as well, and then uh, also did Combo. So there were four plant medicines actually in Hape. So five plant medicines and that took, we did that over the course of three days. Yes, mm -hmm. that was a three day situation. And again, so different from everything else that I experienced before. And it was this experience though, because it was, I think it, it specifically designed the way that it is, the way that you receive the medicine. So there's an order in which the medicine is received. And it too 
gave me an opportunity to see how practitioners are different, how medicines are different, what these plant medicines do to and for you. Like all of that I was able to to see in, in this journey. So this one was, you know, this one felt a lot different for me. Yeah, and um, just as a side note, what's your relationship with Wachuma? <laughs> Wachuma is probably one of my favorites. Um, there's, um, I, I think Wachuma is seen as a heart opener. Mm -hmm. Yes. San Pedro, Wachuma. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's from the cactus, right? Mm -hmm. And um, I would say Wachuma for me was not only a heart opener, but it was also the only medicine that, well, one of the two that I let the medicine have its way with me. Like I had been in, you know, relationship with these other medicines, but not fully surrendering. But with Wachuma, like I didn't really have a choice. It was, um, but it was a pleasurable choice to make, right? And and I do mean that in every sense of it. So so people who are curious about that one, if there's like some some sacral work that you need to do or some libido work that needs to happen, like Wachuma might might be the right right fit for you. <laughs> <laughs> Again, we are not plant medicine holders not, or practitioners. Not, we are not right. giving advice. We're not encouraging you to go do this. We're going to do all of the experience. disclaimers. Yeah, yeah, right. That was my personal experience. Right. Yeah. 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 Uh, and, and, and again, life changing and life uh, altering. I mean, and so from there, we hop a flight to Hawaii. Where we actually do vacation a little. Kind of, sort of. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and well, look, look, I go... Yeah, I want to tell a little bit about Hawaii just because I think it's important to this whole the whole story. Um, I had I've been invited to San Diego to a speaking event, and um, one of the women in the audience is from my hometown. We're from the same place, and she and I hit it off immediately. And she said, "Look, I have a place in Honolulu. If you're ever around and you want to go, I just, you know, I don't Airbnb it. I just give my friends the keys. So whenever you want to go, just let me know. So because we were on that side of the world, I was like, do you want to go to Hawaii while we're out there? And we were like, yeah, let's go to Hawaii for a week. So we go to Hawaii for a week. Your friend gets us a tour guide while we're there. Like everything just started falling into place. Everything was just been, it's almost like we couldn't have orchestrated it any better had we tried. Like there were so many things that just came into our field and continues, and this continues to happen as much as we surrender or as much as I surrender to, to what's next. Right, and it had been happening prior to that. I mean, we're stopping yeah. down to point that out now, yeah. but the, the synchronicities and the coming together and the, the literally holding out the left hand and receiving and, and having everything be available at the right perfect time, was so profound. Uh, it's it's actually one of the, the in a future episode, I'm going to be talking about that. Um, but we had that experience for like eight weeks on the road. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Because after Hawaii, you, well, the last couple of days I stayed, you left because you had a, you had to go fly I had to go film for another production in right. two other states. And so I ended up flying with the crew and doing all of that. And then we met in Cabo. 
oh, that's right, we go to Mexico. <laughs> then we went to Cabo for, oh, now that was really vacation. And we also had a lot of time together to kind of talk about the film, to talk about plant medicine. And we even had, you know, our own version of a healing while we were there because, you know, as you do something this big, it can get overwhelming. And, um, you know, we had an opportunity to, to work through that. And yeah. that too was still, was part of like the medicine still working and part of us still being in the, the surrendering. Yeah. And I should also point out that because I have so many close relationships with people who are trained experts who have worked with plant medicine for, for many years, who are psychedelic uh, informed uh, coaches and or practitioners, uh, and then tons of tools and resources. Like it, part of the integration was happening with all of this travel. And it was a, you know, as much as we could fit it in and do it, it was really important to do, you know, on, again, not another thing that we would recommend somebody doing, but that knowing that you having certain resources, which is part of the reason why I created the guide that's free for you to download, how to begin your plant medicine journey is filled with a lot of information about preparing, actually having the experience and then integration. And that is just an introduction. And so I'm a huge advocate of encouraging people that when you're working with these plant medicines, that you, you really spend some time, do your due diligence and, and find those people who have been working with this and who can help you to fully integrate, especially if you are unpacking a lot of things and really moving through multiple journeys and need the support uh, that integration can provide for you. Yeah, and I would say this too, Derry, like whoever your practitioner is, like be as open and honest with where you are what has transpired, what, what you're hoping to, to gain, like all of that is important so that they can help you through the journey. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And, and, you know, what, what I did discover too, when we were in Mexico, um, I I've been to this, this area of Mexico four times and, and we'll talk a little bit about that, um, as we continue, cause we, we double back there a couple of times, but, there, there was something, part of what's also occurred for me personally is that I have become so attuned and aware of the cosmos, of plants in general, of nature, of the stars, the moon, like so many things. And so, and, and I believe most people who have these experiences will talk about their capacity and ability to, to relate to the oneness of all there is mm -hmm. and to the birds and the bees and the flowers and the trees and, and, and all of these things. And so when you are in places where there happens to be highly high vibrational energy, you also are very, you become attuned to that and you, you feel into that as well. And, and, and I, you know, we'll talk a little bit more about that, but I think we both were recognizing that as much as we were aware of our own personal things. And then of course the film, we also were so much more aware of like the surroundings and what is occurring in the universe. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It definitely helps you to get in touch with what else there is, right? I 
I would say that I was in tune to that prior to, but it's definitely heightened the senses. And you know, I would, the nature. And would you say that because of that, all of a sudden the focus was now not on your lack, limitation, separation, struggle, pain, and we've all been there, so no judgment, and we've all had that to work through, and now all of a sudden it was like, well, that's kind of small <laughs> in comparison to what is really happening in the world. And, I, and I'm not talking world in terms of news, but I mean in terms of consciousness in the universe. Absolutely, because you know the sun is gonna come up, right? The moon is gonna come up. We're going to, like, the, the earth is going to revolve, and we're going to breathe. We don't, these are things we don't even have to think about. And once I put those things in perspective or remind myself of those things, it's, it's this anchoring of girl, whatever you think you got going on, like that's nothing. Like look at, look at all of the abundance around you. Mm. Look at all of the things that are available to you only if you are open to receiving them. Mm -hmm. Like, the, one of the biggest lessons of this, Derek, is like, I, I had to realize, I had to remember my worth in order to receive. And, you know, you've had to remind me, like, anytime I start a pity party, she's like, stop it, stop it, stop it, stop it. <laughs> it's like, Mia, <laughs> take that list out of all the things that we did in the last two years. Like, girl, seriously? And it really does like, even I'm not saying that life is perfect or it's the way that I think it should be, but it is the way that it is. And it is the way that it is right now because that's how I designed it, right? I designed it this way. There's another lesson. There's another layer for me and I'm okay with that now. I wasn't okay with that before. And um, like, I would encourage you all, like this is a big lesson, plant medicine, I would say, is a big lesson in surrender. And it's a big lesson in surrendering to what is and not to what you think it needs to be because what you think it needs to be or what I thought it needed to be was way smaller than what it's turned out to be. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so, so let's kind of skip ahead and, and move into okay. um, what, what also you discovered in terms of relationship and how uh, you have ultimately made some changes in that department? Well, uh, the first thing I want to say is like in Hawaii, you and I had a conversation about this because I did invite him to come and meet us while we were there. And um, he's like, oh my, oh my God, that's like a seven hour flight. And I'm thinking, but you just got back from, I don't know, some country somewhere. And, you know, so I was a little offended by that conversation. And uh, you were like, well, you're just gonna have to talk to him. And y'all, I, look, I did not wanna have that conversation. That one was gonna be, that one was really tough for me. So I did, I was like, I can't tell if you're trying to date me or if you're trying to hire me. And he was like, but you told me that you didn't, that you were not interested and you didn't wanna date. And I was like, well, the door is open now, right? And, so this was before we went to Cabo. I was in Cabo for two weeks. And when I returned, he was in town and had an event and invited me to the event. And um, yeah, so he invited me to this event. So that was our first date, like when I got back from Cabo. 
And I'll just speed it up really quickly. They've had lots of really fun, amazing dates all over the country, <laughs> right? Uh, and the world. And the world, as a matter of fact, multiple yeah. trips. Um, yeah. and, and outside of that, like really like for, for, for the awareness of like where you are now emotionally and, and, and what you've been able to shift into in terms of even, even our, you know, I want to get into the conversations around consciousness and shifting and, and all of that in a moment, but I want to kind of at least have the folks listening and watching understand the, 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 the leap, because <laughs> I see it as a leap, even though I had to hear all the stories in between, it still was kind of a leap because it she, had not She been... did not like those stories, y'all. Just, let me, <laughs> just let me let you know, okay? She yeah, had been talking to me before we went to Mexico this year. Yeah, but 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 what I think you found was that there was an opportunity to heal, and heal in a way that was most beneficial for you, and for your ex. Yeah, because I was today. Today, I'm able to send love and light to my ex and you know that wasn't the case not even maybe a month and a half ago and it's because i realized that whatever it is that i want for myself i need to send it to him first and if i'm still taking personal responsibility radical responsibility around this whole thing like i get to create oh and i want to say not my ex right marcy thank you my former and like being really conscious about the language around that too. Like I want to send, I'm sending him light and love because I want to receive that as well. So it can be purely selfish. Like I'm, I'm letting you know now I'm doing it for selfish reasons. And I do wish him the best, but there are some days when, you know, I'm not that, that person or I don't feel that way about it. So I'm human too, but for the, for the most part, it's really understanding that whatever I, whatever I send out is what I get back. And so if I'm sending out bad vibes to him, if I'm, if I'm thinking about him in a negative manner, if I'm thinking about all of the, the bad things that happened, um, then I'm not being fully present. I'm not being in gratitude to all of the things that I've experienced. I'm not being appreciative of the many, many, many gifts that I have received since we made the decision to part. And like, that has been a, an amazing gift. Like, I, I don't, a lot of people don't, don't know that I have been doing transformation work for years. Like 2010 was really when I started to dig deep in the transformation work. And now I can see the shift where before it was up here, and now I'm able to embody it more than more so than just intellectualizing it. And I attribute that to to the plant medicine. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that really brings me to this conversation about that that shift in consciousness that for um, many people they experience uh, as could be a first time or it could be a, a, a way of solidifying what they've already known or what they've practiced or what they've read about, but then they actually have an experience of. Yeah. 
And, you know, I, I often say to people, like, in all of the wonder and um, mystery and uh, profound um, medicinal benefits that plant medicine can provide to us also becomes this, this opportunity to fully awaken into yourself, like really come home to yourself or fully awaken into yourself. Absolutely. And, and, you know, whether you call it consciousness or unity or, you know, there's lots of different terms. It, it's just, the, the, and there are lots of different paths, but it's in that, it's in that coming into the center, coming into the oneness is what so many people experience. And it's so profound and it's so hard to put words to. What has that been like for you? Well, I would say it's been like taking all of the things since 2010 and it's like wrapped it up into this this ball of experience but now I finally get it <laughs> I finally get it like all of the the Eckhart Tolle books and the Gabby Bernstein books and the and the um Wayne Dyer and and now even the things that that come to me on Instagram or come to me on Facebook they're directly related to where I am now and before, like I heard them and they resonated with me, but I didn't feel it in my, like I felt it in my soul. I just didn't practice it in my everyday life. I would say that as well. You know, the other day I stumbled on, I have it here. It's, well, it's under the lights, so I can't move it right. Anyway, I found a journal that I'd written in, in 20, uh, 2003, so 20 years ago. And I'm like, did I write that? It was so, I mean, the, all, all the words and all the belief and all the understanding that I know about consciousness and awakening and enlightenment and, and was all present 20 years ago in my writing. And I'm just reading through this and I'm like, what, did I forget? Have I not used these things? Like, what? And this was all the things that I was learning through all of the great masters and the teaching and prayer and meditation. And so, so that those experiences, of course, I was having at a younger age and then applying. And I'm, I'm pretty sure I used a lot of that in, in developing my various businesses and my career and, and all the projects and things that I did. But I was doing I can now look back and see that that a lot of that was learned and a lot of that were, were things that I was applying and applying in more of the transformational space. And now that I'm in this, this what I would consider like a 5D space um, of love and of really oneness and allowing as opposed to working and trying and fixing, it's, it's as if all of those things that were so fundamental for me earlier that like I knew then and had forgotten and tried to fix and, you know, then I went through all of the struggle and pain and, and so many years of that, that like it's all come to a place now where it's like, ah, and I, I'm in full awareness that that has occurred because of the use of plant medicine, but then also for me because of this, what plant medicine has brought me to, which is understanding higher states of consciousness and uh, the universal principles and, and laws that, that we've all been living with, right? We all understand the law of attraction and, and you know, magnetizing. And we've heard of them. We might not understand that, them. Right. We've heard of them. <laughs> and, then, and then there becomes this thing of allowing and receiving and really stepping into these higher frequencies uh, that you 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 become attuned to. And listen, it ain't perfect every day. I mean, right. <laughs> there are the days. 
However, I'm also much more aware of that and much more aware of where my energy is, where my frequency is, and how that is truly impacting everything in my life. Absolutely. And what has been the center and focus now is love and joy and appreciation. Like mm -hmm. that for me is where I, I'm a, I appreciate everything. I can see love and everything. Like that, I did not have that lens prior yeah. to this experience. Yeah, and it changes everything. It and I know this sounds woo-woo, and and it is, but it's also true. And what we focus on, we get more of. Like people say that all the time. So you need to focus on da 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 da. But if you're focusing on something from a place of scarcity and lack, the scarcity and the lack is still going to show up. So if you're focusing on your finances and you're focusing on them from a place of lack and scarcity there still will be scarcity and lack in the finances. It's all about the appreciation. It's all about like, you know, Oprah had somebody on many, many years ago um, with a gratitude journal. And she's like, gratitude is where is that? I even bought the journal, was doing, y'all. Like if I'd have gotten that lesson then, right? If I'd have gotten that lesson, then my life would have been totally different. So it's all about having gratitude for what is, Right. And like you said, seeing it through a lens of love, because there's only two things, love and fear. Like that's the, those are the ends end of the spectrums for the, the frequency or the vibration that you were talking about. And when, when we can pop out of the fear, because it's not even real, when we can pop out of the fear and go up some levels, the, the quicker we get to the love part, the, the quicker the, the things start to flow in. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and when you're more resonant in that energy, more of it just continues to expand. And mm -hmm. if it isn't love, it can be appreciation and gratitude uh, and joy and happiness. Like those higher frequencies are what is doing the attracting and manifesting. And it's not about how hard you're working to manifest. I mean, and, and I, I, I now understand that. I mean, I, we, I think I subscribe to that because that was what I understood manifesting to be and now i understand it to be entirely different yeah and, I, and i'm grateful like this is the other part that we were talking about like i really feel like the the plant medicine amplifies the understanding I, and i also feel like we're in a different space as humans like we're 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 being like this whole woke this concept of woke to me um i see wokeness as awakening to your human power and awakening to your divinity. And because the world is moving so fast now, we're like we're uncovering secrets faster, we can get information faster, we are connected faster. We are really understanding this kind of thing faster too, right? And having that knowledge and, and having the awakening, your your spiritual awakening, having those awakenings are are being woke, right? Because then you don't treat people like, you don't treat people poorly because you are you are love, right? So it's not about what can I get from this person? How can I exploit this person? How can I do this? Like we're just, we're just not those people anymore. Yeah, and like you know, and, I, and, and what I, I believe occurs for people who have had a plant medicine journey that in that journey they experienced this expansive love and oneness and connection 
you come out of that forever knowing that. Like it, you cannot not know that once you've had it. And yet it's really so hard to put to words. And yet it is an experience that you, you know that you've had and now it's available for you to choose and allow, right? Mm -hmm. Like we can always not do the things. We can always dip back into lower energy or lower frequency. We can be in judgment, yeah. which is ugh, like, I do a whole nother podcast episode on right. judgment, but like, okay in judgment, in shame, in, in those energies and, and, and not be available to seeing someone through the eyes of love as opposed to judging them. And when we do that, really, we're just, we're strapping ourselves in and supposed to like just opening ourselves up. And at least what I found in my own experiences, and then certainly with so many other people that I've talked to, is that somewhere in there, whether you've done this in a clinical therapeutic setting, which of course is where so much research and science is going into the use particularly of some psychedelics that completely are heart openers, which is what the human is desiring in order to uh, relinquish this sense of separation and fear and anger and frustration that all of a sudden just happens. Or if you're in a setting where it's a group setting in a retreat or in a maloka or in some place where you're with other people and you don't even know them, but by the end you're loving them. You're looking at them as love. You see them as no different than you. And it's, you know, it, it is a part of the medicine's contribution to humanity. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. You see their divinity. You see it in your, you, you recognize it for yourself, but you see it in them as well. Yeah. And what I would say, like the plant medicine journeys have really helped me to hone in on is that, um, I, and uh, like, I, I grew up this way, like I make people wrong for not being like me or I in the past. And I think that's where the judgment came in, right? Where if somebody's not living their life or doing things in a certain kind of way or a way that you believe is the right way, there's a lot of judgment around that. And that judgment, like when, even if you're like miles and, and, and miles apart, people can still feel that. People still feel that because we are connected, because we are one. And that is like one of the most painful things that I would say that I've had, that I've experienced in the last couple of years was, was the judgment. <clears throat> like when I told my family I was going to do this, oh my God, they were like, are you sure? Like, you know, you might need to go see a therapist. I don't think plant medicine is what you need to be doing. Like your life is, you, you should have just fallen apart. Like, why do you think that this is a good idea? And, and I know it was from a place of love, but it's also like, at, there comes a point in time in your life where you're like, you know what? I don't understand it, but I'm being called to do this and I'm going to do it. And giving yourself the permission to say yes to what your soul is calling for instead of what society believes that you should be doing. Mm, say that again. What, what, what? <laughs> <laughs> doing or doing the thing that your soul is calling forth instead of what society thinks that you should be doing. Mm. Freedom to be. Freedom to be. Permission to be, freedom to be. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Good stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Good stuff. Ah, oh, so for those of you all who are watching on YouTube right now, uh, post a comment. 
seriously, like if you're watching this right now, if this is like, if you're feeling into this, um, if you're vibing with this, if you have questions or comments, please post a comment. Make sure that you subscribe to the channel and hit the notification bell so that you don't miss an episode. If you're listening on one of the podcast platforms, I also encourage you to please subscribe. Um, if there's some stars there, please hit all five and uh, make a comment. And that is, of course, if you are enjoying this. Uh, Mia, I'm, we're, we're, we're coming in for a landing here, and I know there's some other things that you, you want to talk about. Uh, so I want to give you the floor for that, and then I've got another question to wrap with. So I was thinking before we decided to, to well, we've been talking about doing this for forever because the way that the way that our relationship is set up, y'all, we have these kinds of conversations daily, daily. daily. <laughs> just not and, on Zoom. <laughs> and and as we're having them, we're like, damn, we should have recorded this. And so I've been anticipating, you know, having this conversation. I was like, okay, I really want to be grounded and prepared to to talk about really what happened and and what my biggest lessons were so that's where I want to go now like I would say I had like three of them the first one is uh being stuck in that old story I was not able to create the thing that I wanted therefore I wasn't able to receive it I wasn't open to receiving it and the minute that I let go of those things, things started to come. So you gotta let go of the old story. Like the old story is keeping you from the life that you actually want, right? The second one is healing is a decision. It's a decision. I wanted to be a victim. I wanted to be, and, and, you know, I'm saying this now, but when I was in it, it felt really real, right? So I'm not trying to bypass anything for anyone, but the moment that I decided or the moment that my friend was like, we're not talking about that anymore. You know, the moment that the decision was made, like the healing began. So it starts with a decision and I'm not saying that, you know, don't talk about it or don't process it because some people need to do those things, but Looking back on it, if I had made a decision earlier on, if the medicine had been there before, like maybe it would have been shortened, but also maybe I wouldn't have gotten the lesson. So let your time be your time. And um, this is just another tool that'll help you get out of the old story. And then finally, um, I've been doing the work. And now I am beginning like with, with the use of plant medicine, it's helping me to be the work. Mm. Wow. Can you expand on that? Yeah. So like I said, I've been in the transformational space for over, well, since 2010, because I don't do math. Uh, <laughs> so since 2010 and everything was up here. Everything was up here. And I couldn't understand why people didn't understand that I really did care or I was really a part of transformation or that I'm transforming or I'm helping people to transform. And what I realized is like, that's because I was coming from up here and I wasn't coming from the heart. And once I made that transformation or once, once the, everything started to line up, everything started to integrate, 
I was able to see that I was doing doing it from a place of intellectual intellectualizing it and not really being the thing. Yeah. So I was intellectualizing what love looked like instead of being love. Yeah, that's that's really interesting because it you it's kind of hard to intellectualize love. It is a being, right? It is a, it is it is it. Um, but so but so often we do intellectualize. Yeah, it. you know, yeah. if you love me, you would do X. Yes, yeah. it doesn't really work that way. Yeah, 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 yeah. So so many things, and and we could go on for hours. In fact, I'm sure we will do several more of these uh, podcast <laughs> interviews along the way um, in, in, in the coming months uh, as, as I continue to roll out this docu-series. And you will be able to see Mia in the documentary, The Way of the Healer, at some point. But for now, we wanted to make sure that you at least had her perspective uh, on her own plant medicine experience, and then also a behind-the-scenes look at the filming of uh, the way of the healer. And so as we wrap, I just have one final question. And that is, what was the most enjoyable job you did on the set for um, <laughs> uh, the way of the healer? Uh, bossing folks around. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's because that's what you do. <laughs> you get to tell people what to do, like, you know, coordinating things and making sure folks are where they're supposed to be. Like, that's my jam. I'm really, you know, I'm good at that. And it, it comes easily to me. And so you were like, yeah, the producer does this. I was like, wait, you're, you, I get to tell people what to do. And you were like, yeah, exactly. I was like, sign me up. <laughs> and you did a great job, my Thank friend. Really. I am so grateful for all of your time and attention when we were on the road and filming and all the aspects to supporting me and the documentary and, and all of the other uh, pieces. And I'm also so very proud of you for saying yes, to witness you and to see personally what this year of coming into higher levels of awareness and consciousness, like beyond transformation and into those higher levels of consciousness and awareness and seeing that happen for you is, I mean, it, it, it's, it's so beautiful. You know, it's, it is like, and, and you can see that with lots of people, but then you, when you are side by side with someone and watching them and loving them and holding the space and being non-judgmental and then seeing the bloom and the blossom happen, it's amazing. So I love you, I love you, I love you, and I thank you so much. Thanks for asking. Yeah, thank you. And thanks for watching, everyone. I will see you again on the next episode of The Way of the Healer, Conversations for Change. Thanks for being here. Did you know this podcast is a part of an even larger docu-series? Yep, there is an entire documentary underway called The Way of the Healer, where I introduce you to extraordinary women from around the world who are transforming lives with the use of plant medicine and psychedelics. You can learn more about it at thewayofthehealer.com. Thanks for being a part of my day and for listening. Be sure to check out the website, thewayofthehealer.com, for more details, useful tools and links, free resources, and more. Disclaimer. 
The Way of the Healer Conversation for Change podcast and its host and guests are providing this information for educational purposes only. We do not condone nor condemn the selling, purchase, or use of any substances that are considered outside of legal acquisition or usage. We encourage discretion and safety when involving yourself or others with substances and activities that are deemed illegal by your official local government laws and agencies. It is your responsibility to research and know applicable laws.